0: G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbag, previewing a big juicy meeting at headquarters, joined by In The Know With The Snow. Mark, how are you?
1: Very well, Jack. You? Good to be here.
0: Good mate, you've decided to sort of uh, take the camera a fair bit away from the old melon this time.
1: <laughs> Jeez, I've got some flak week one, the head looked very big, like a big balloon, so I've got plenty of flak, so I thought I would adjust that this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanna make I just wanna make something very clear to the punter at home. This uh, this show is not brought to you by John Sepka. Uh, this is brought to you by Betfair, Puntingform.com the database that we all use, and Goat Lager. Very, very beautiful beer. Uh, boys, big meeting at Corfe, at, at Flemington. Uh, rails out 10 metres, which will play a big role. I, I think there'll be a, a clear pattern. I don't really know what the pattern will be. I, I want to focus on horses sort of off the fence, I think, in run as maybe a starting point. But I think we need to watch a fair few races before we get really confident as to how the track plays with the rail out 10. We know Flemington's a really, really good draining Uh, Surface, and there's some good races sort of through the day where I'm going to try and bet right up on Saturday. Uh, Just while I'm talking about that, we've got two spots in for the movers product, my product uh, available to take us to the 20. Um, Whoever fills those spots first, so there's two spots this week, I will send you my rated prices for every single race at Flemington. All the movers partners this weekend will get my rated prices from races one through to nine at Flemington. And we've also got the PGA champs with a fellow Corua man,
1: Big Daddy, Big Daddy,
0: Big Daddy's uh, golf, golf bets, he's already sent out a few, um, I'm in cahoots with him, oh, I am loving it, the, the angles there are in golf, the, the odds in golf, it's just you can bet 55,000 ways, it's beautiful, I'm very, very excited for the golf this weekend, kicks off tomorrow morning, Snowy? Yeah,
1: very thorough too, Big Daddy, you get a very good insight.
0: Yeah, 100%. He nailed, he nailed the, uh, the tournament last week. And uh, as Snowy and I know, he's a proper, proper judge. Used to play, believe it or not. If you see him sort of hobbling around racecourses at the, at the moment. <laughs> you will, you to...
1: wouldn't pick it, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't pick it.
0: I played in, his, in Marcus's um, his brother, who still plays pro golf. His charity event, <laughs> Big Day, did not walk a hole.
1: <laughs> it's funny though. Even to this day, when they do play, a lot of the times Big Daddy beats Marcus off the stick, and Jesus runs him up the wrong way too.
0: Yeah, and then uh, the Frey Senior rolls around with a, with a dart half out the mouth. With uh, was it was it Magro?
1: Yeah, Magro. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good man. They just roll around in the carts and just hang shit on, on Frey. <laughs> way, it's, a good, it's a good laugh
1: with them two boys.
0: Yeah, it was a great day. Anyway, back to the back to the ponies, Peter. Anything else we should cover before we start?
2: No, no.
0: Are you excited for the Gropers product this week? Which, again, is not a reference to anything sexual. It's a reference to Western Australia being the gropers. Pete's betting in Western Australia and also doing a fair bit of
2: wagering in New South Wales.
0: Big yeah. meeting in Sydney this week.
2: Yes, back on board. Um, Rosie will be a heavy 15 and then we'll probably play like a heavy 13. <laughs> um, and if Canterbury's anything go by from yesterday, how could you bet early? But... Uh, We'll find some angles. There's some nice races, some nice ponies, and I think we'll marry up really well with Roberto Scurry out there in New South Wales. Who has got eyes on the ponies, uh,
0: very envious of him. But if you want to get involved, head to themailbag.com.au. We've got punting products galore now. And also, don't forget Curl's up there in North Queensland. He's betting at Gatton today. That's how sick he is. Race (laughs) six, punters, the Ori Star Handicap, 1,200 metres, group
2: three. Plenty of fresh horses here. Some awkward setups. Peter, I'll let you open the batting. Well, how's this for awkward? You've got Hightail and Signor Fox who are nominated in this race, and they're also nominated in Sydney. How does that work? So if they, <laughs> oh, if they cross I, the border, can they then go back across the border? Like, just bizarre.
0: I don't know what the go is. Like, yeah, if, if they're both Snowden trained, so if if they bring them down, you'd assume they're stuck here. Yep. That's so think... a very big call by the owners and the and the, the connections. Yeah. Uh, We've got to assume they're in because they're nommed and they've accepted. Uh, but, yeah, a little bit like most of the stuff to do with COVID, I don't really have a clue. I'm just sort of – I normally would ask M's, but I don't think M's would know much about the pony sort of setup here.
2: <laughs> no comment. Uh, look, I yeah. thought Hightail uh, actually profiled like it would be suitable more so at Flemington than Rose Hill, but I'm not totally convinced it's going to end up there. And um, so I had some interest on that horse. I thought the trial was pretty good outside of that. Great again. Obviously, the more it rains, the better suited it will be. Both its runs down the Flemington Strait have been good so far. So those are the two I was zeroing in on. But, jeez, I mean, Sosie Bond won this race last year, and here he is again, just the, the best-looking horse that's... Well, he's not really a cat anymore. He's probably, like, a, a slightly bigger cat in terms of, like, a, a better-developed animal... So he's probably some sort of jaguar, maybe not quite a panther. We'll go one step below that. Don't know.
1: He's been pretty good to deco the last last prep though, wasn't he, Jack?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a I'm a big Soci Bond man. Um, Pete's sort of talking there. Punters that he he probably is the best looking horse in Australia. A real sort of eye catcher. Uh, I thought his trial was outstanding. He did win this race last year. Uh, I think he maps really, really well. Mark Zara wrote three winners yesterday. One of them one of them was an outstanding piece of writing, which got me directly right in the... Right in the Fucking... <laughs> like what he did to Zach Spain on Zenday, just sort of got her outside of him, uh, rolled in on him enough, but not too much to make it a protest. It's just... He's an outstanding rider, Mark. He's had a little fresh end and he looks very, very thirsty. A little bit like we spoke about in the deep dive, Pete. Uh, him and D Lane to be the sort of fresher riders of these Victorians who, like us all, have suffered through COVID. I think Sosey Bond sets up really well. I've marked him $7. He can get nine fifty at the moment. I-, I think he's the way to go in this race. If you want to go each way you can, I don't. I'll also be having a small bet on number four, Widgie Turf. Paddy Payne first up, very scary behavior from me, but the horse had three good, strong trials. Uh, I love them all. Uh, I think this horse has good ability. It's got a very similar sort of SP profile to So Seed Bond. Uh, Reggie Vick's a horse I black book, didn't expect to see it down the straight over 1,200 meters, um, sort of talking a pistol off air. Uh, not implying anything untoward, but I have the same sort of feeling about Lindsay that I had about uh, DK Weir, in that he's very, very good and very, very hard to read. So if this was trained by, like, a sort of more stock standard Hawks operation, I'd be happy to pen Redjavik because I don't think it's going to be suited 1,200 metres down the straight. But wouldn't be surprised if it just ran a huge race here. I think it's ready to run a big race, and you've got to sort of trust that stable he knows what he's doing. Um, I think great again is about the right price. i will probably get him near, nearer to $5, but you can understand the price, and especially if the rain comes, I think he's – very very hard knock and the other thing is home of the brave gets oliver which is an enormous switch from the previous rider go and watch its trial up at i think it was ranwick or rose hill it was enormous uh, it just towed her through the trial put him away easily won the trial well there was a gap big big gap to third didn't wasn't asked to do anything there's not a lot of form behind it sp profile's strong but that trial was huge and it gets the great man on top i think Great again, and Home of the Brave, the two that'll be suited on pace, but I think Socy Bond and Turf. the two that the market, the market's sort of half missed. Snowy?
1: Yeah, I'm in the Home of the Brave camp. Um, soft track, it's placed twice, track distance, and Oliver tick, so that was the way I was landing Home of the Brave.
0: Makes good sense. Race seven, Pistol, what are we dealing with? It's the Mountain Goat Classic or something, isn't it?
2: Yeah, benchmark 78, uh, over 2,000 metres. But there's a couple of interesting horses here. You've got that Cadre de Noir and then also Skyman, who both are second up in Australia and both are jumping up towards the 2,000 metres. So I think that's probably where the market's going to zero in. I was trying to find a little angle here with Eureka Street. I thought that horse wasn't necessarily suited there last start and does have a good track and distance figure. So I thought uh, horses may very well be better suited off speed here, just given the fact that, D. Lane and Ben Mellon are potentially going to be controlling this race, which if they get to the front, it could be a reasonably slowish race. So I was looking for some horses building momentum and Eureka Street's where I landed. I think Emperor Selassie was utterly blessed last start of an enormous SP. It's unders
0: it should be closer to sort of seventy dollars here. I think there's no form from this cadre Noir race. I'm happy to be against it till it shows me more. Uh, I like Eureka Street like you do, Pistol, but Dogmatic has a good SP, decent big SP over it, and it's going to get a better run from Barrier 4. Uh, Walker, it's the, if the track does sort of favour those midfield one-off horses, that's Walker's not going to go too quick on anything in his life. This is going to get the right sort of run here. De Niro, a yo-yo, hemorrhaged at, at Sandown off the map and ran enormous. was pretty poor last start, and it was pretty poor at each and every other start apart from the decent effort at Moe. Kentucky, Tornado, I've got time for. Barrier 10, Waller, they sneak near last. I uh, think it needs every possible. Won't get it from Barrier 10. Skyman, you can't bag the run. It was enormous. It was a big win. It's sort of one from one in Australia. Uh, they put it away pretty well. It deserves to be the sort of price that it is. I think the, the one the market's half missed, though, is number six, Crimson Ace. Again, gets Ollie on. Barrier 6. It's going to get every single possible. It doesn't need to be ridden like completely cold I, I, i'm keen to sort of better bet with number six crimson ace to a lesser degree number two dogmatic and number four eureka street so sort of almost double figures all three sort of tens tens and 17s uh they're the three i'm interested in this race but very very scared of uh, the favorite which is number five skyman
1: snowy anything yeah, I had a bit of a look at the race, and it was just one I wasn't keen on at all. So, yeah, I'll just be staying out of this one, but good luck to those punting.
0: Rule number one, never force it. Race number eight, Pistol, benchmark 90, thousand-metre dash
2: down the straight at headquarters. Wow. Interesting. Um, we've got the, the visitor. Well, I say the visitor. It's not kind of his. The, from the state next door. What's it called? Whatever it is. Anyway. South Australia yeah borders aren 't open unless you 're coming this way. Octane, I thought was short enough. Uh, I was trying to go through all of its figures over to a thousand ten fifty eleven hundred there in in south Australia, and it 's posted some okay figures, some okay splits, but it looks well found well and truly short enough, so I was just looking to to lay that and I think there's quite a few horses here at odds that could bob up they 've all been recording decent splits. To you coming from different form lines, I'm just happy to take on Octane here.
0: Uh, well, this is the, the the key time to go to the snowman. What, what's the word from the hut here with Clint McDonald's Causeway girl, snowy number five?
1: Well, she was an improved showing last start. She'd been dreadful a couple of runs before that, and she'd come out and ran third last start. Wars is in great order, and at $23, I thought she was a small each-way plane there. She does like the Flemington straight, 1,000 metres, and... Race fit now. She's probably got a bit of an edge over a couple of the others. And I thought at the $23, she was a small each-way play.
0: Yeah, she's a horse that ran a really big figure and a really strong race. I think she she almost won. It might have ran third behind some really smart horses a uh, couple of sort of maybe four months back down the straight. So that's good mail. I've marked it 20 bucks. Like kept it under what it is because I think it can win. Well, I agree. He was
1: very keen on the last start. And he said each way, and she got up about 4 bucks a place. And – when I spoke this morning, yeah, he was very happy with her condition, so.
0: Yeah, good push. Number six, Octane. I'm with you, Pistol. Light.
1: I couldn't
0: – I saw I did a double take when I saw the price. Mm. And I thought, all right, what am I missing? And I went through it again and again. I did it twice. I couldn't get the horse shorter than 450 and that's with a lot of respect for the market. If the market had this horse $10, I'd happily have it $12. Uh, I don't like the horse. I think it's massive, massive unders, um – it's not, it's not like P. Stokes five years ago bringing on from Adelaide. Like, he trains me. me. If it was the Clark and sort of set up, then i get a little bit more scared. Um, I thought Mr. Mogul seems a big price. It's flying. Mm. Chicago Cub exploded last prep and trialled pretty well for this. Snitzcraft's been up forever. Hard to catch, hard to have. I think Causeway Girl is a bet. And I think there's two down the bottom. Sword of Mercy is on the up. We're back to first up at um, Bendigo. This prep movers won really, really well. Um, gets D-lane now. Oh, gets D-lane. Barrier 11. You'd assume the outside of the straight's the better part when the rail's at 10 metres. I think this horse will get every possible. And I reckon the horse that'll have its back is number 12, Rock Profit. Horse, if you remember, we backed as a mover's bet at like $35 at Sandown one day. This is how sick I am. <laughs> I don't need to look it up. I know this for a fact. It hemorrhaged and he slaughtered it and it's still almost won. Now, I think he gets the right run here. If they go quick enough, which they could with Mr. Mogul, Elite Legacy, and Snitzcraft and even Chicago Cub, Sort of Mercy, Rock Profit, and even maybe Spirit of Aquata off their backs, they'll be the stronger ones late messer smith trial pretty strongly uh, i wanted to pen it but it's pretty hard to have that trial but barrier two i'm happy to sort of risk it at that price so i'm keen number 11 and number 12 sword of mercy and rock profit respecting number three mr mogul race number nine pistol
2: <clears throat> yes benchmark 70 handicap 14 10 wowie what a way to finish the card <laughs> Um, (laughs) Get this up you Cordy punters Exactly I mean Lord Markle Completely exploded Their last start But I think I want to see it Do it One more time Um, Savvy lads Well and truly Short enough for me Considering it's failed Twice last prep And then It was okay I thought it Caulfield first up But I thought it was Suited the way The day was panning out Um, Pinion just Has really good figures At Flemington And I mean you only had to have Eyes to see the horse Last start It was just begging for a run. It was strong through the line. Looks like 1,400 will be suitable. I think it should start a lot shorter than what it is. And the horse that now has a run that I'll be saving on is Antagoniser for for J Carr and, and M. Kavanagh. Uh, the horse went really well second up last prep this track and distance. So that's my two-horse play there for, for race nine. I think there's a long, long tail to this. Um, oh. There's a lot of horses that just have names. MacGyther's me mate. Jittery Jack. I mean... Who's, who's naming these? Are they named yeah. after people? <laughs> the guy was me, mate, yeah. Anyway, I I found
0: this race really, really hard. I, I think you need to wait. It's race nine, so I anticipate we'll have a good bet here, though, from the, the late mail stuff we're providing now instead of the Mounting Yard mail because we've given up racing.com who are yet to get back to me after I offered to sponsor the Mounting Yard. They told me they'd get back to me on Monday, uh, my phone... I normally have it on Do Not Disturb. I've had it off for most of the week, which has been a bit torturous, but I'm waiting for the call. Still nothing. I know you watch, so please answer because I won't shut up about it. Um, savvy Lad, I'm a, I, I disagree with you, Pistol. The form around Savvy Lad's elite. The ride was awful at Caulfield. He shouldn't have, and, and he still crossed him before he was allowed to, mystery shot. That's why Rod's not riding.
2: Yeah, heavy rail's yeah. bias though. It was on the yeah. rail.
0: But I st- the horse has the, the horses that are beating it are proper microphone, etc. However, if the rails rails out ten, if the rail sort of chops here and it's no good, then I'm happy to be with you and get rid of it. Uh, I think that Lord Markle's form's good enough. I think the the wind was genuine. I think the horse has really good ability. I think Shush has ability. Antagonizer has a little bit less, but it has a better map. I think that girl and Pinion are the two sort of. Big charges from the back. I, I, I hope that that's how the track plays, and I'm going to go heavily at those two with a with a fear of Lord Markle and even a horse like Zero Doubt. And if I was on track, or if Racing.com showed the ponies parading, I'd be so keen to see how Number Eight Vegas Knight presents. Oh, I love this horse. It often is slaughtered and likely will be again from barrier nineteen.
1: Well it's just Dick- on zero doubt there, Dicko, when I spoke to Mick this morning, the blinkers were coming off. It was gonna go forward and he said it would improve a lot off its first up run.
0: Well that's a good push. It has an SP over a few key arrivals here, so zero doubt's definitely in the game. Definitely in the game. But that that after the sort of midfield of this race, the tail does get very, very thin. I've marked a couple set north of uh, 500 to 1. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Snowy, what else have we got from around the track for the punters at home? Get your pencils out, punters. We'll be heading north, south, west of the border here.
1: Well, there was one in Rose Hill Race 4, number one, Wanderbar. That was from the Chris Lees camp. It flies fresh. It's tried very well. I think it's had three wins from four attempts fresh, and the one it missed was in a photo finished. It was six dollars fifty at Sydney, so that was definitely worth a bet. Race what four was number it? one. Race four number one. Wonderbar from the Lee's camp, yeah. Put that in. And another another one from them also is Doom and race three number four. Snow zone. Oh hang on, well hang on a second.
0: Hang on a second. Is this legitimate
1: or is this just a little this is legit. One very well last start and they thought it would be very hard to beat again. So there's two out wide for the punters. Rose Hill for the one and doom and three to four snow zone.
0: Beautiful work. <laughs> Pistol, best value and a lay. Have you got anything?
2: Lay octane. Best. I'm still working on that. I've got one at Belmont, but it'll have to go up in the uh, in the comments because there's no markets up yet, and I don't want to influence anyone and just watch my prices hemorrhage once again. So I'll put them up probably, or oh, I don't know, midnight Saturday morning or something like that. We'll do that. Um, and then value. There was one that I found somewhere. I don't know. I've been doing quaddy legs all over the place. You have to excuse me. I'm going like completely insane. Um, race eight at uh, no, not race eight. Race seven at Rose Hill. I thought Savatiano was probably one that profiled the best in that field uh, around that seven eight dollar mark. Rachel King on board. Thought the trial was good. Gets into a lovely spot. So Savatiano for me in race seven.
0: My best can be race six, number one, So See Bond, double figures, or 9.50, sorry. Uh, value bet punters can be race eight, number 12, Rock Profit and number 11, Sword of Mercy. And I will lay Octane as well, race eight, number six.
1: Um, I'll go my best as Happy Dance for the mid-price shard. He said forget last start, excuses a soft track." Will Suits, and I'll go my value bet as Causeway Girl in Race 8 at $23.
0: Beautiful work. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. That's been us, brought to you by Betfair.com.au. Head to Betfair. Get on the Betfair Live app if you want to watch what the market's doing late, which you must. Yesterday, Cranburn Race 7, Mark Zara's horse, Imperial lad, absolutely hemorrhaged and then ran enormously. You get great intelligence from the market. You get it late. you got to go to Betfair Live to get it um, and puntingform.com.au. And also, go Lager. Bye. Have a great weekend.